G'day, T-Bone. How are you, mate? G'day, Adzi. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, mate. Uh, you want a beer? Ooh, yeah. What have you got there? Well, mate, I got a nice cold can of Cheeky Monkey Brewing Company's West Coast IPA, 6.5%. Where'd you get that, mate? Well, funnily enough, I was just up at the Cheeky Monkey Brewery production facility in Vass, in the industrial area up there, and, uh, mate, not only are they making bulk amounts of quality beers and canning them up, but you can sit down, order a little wood-fired pizza, and uh, get a frothy one out of the keg straight off the wood, mate. Jeez, Adzi, that sounds like an endorsement deal to me. Well, a matter of fact, it is, my good friend. Uh... I'm proud to announce that this next episode of Barreled Surf Podcast is brought to you by the good folk at Cheeky Monkey Beer. It's a quality local brewery here in the southwest, just like us, and it's pumping out some delicious frothy beers. Wow, Adji, it sounds like you sold yourself out for a couple of beers, mate. Of course I bloody have, T-Bone. You should know me better than that by now. <laughs> but uh, not just any beer, mate. It's got to be a Cheeky Monkey. So here we are, my name's Ads, and I'm sitting in my shed drinking beer on Saturday afternoon in uh, the name of Barreled Surf Podcast, and I've got sitting here with me uh, one of my good friends and local surfing identity, uh, local legend even, Whoa, Sammy Hansen. Wow, legend's going a bit far, buddy. Nah, mate, nah, it's all good. So how are you, Sammy? Yeah, I'm well, mate. You know, it's a Saturday. We've just had one of the biggest storms I've seen in, I don't know, 15 years. And we all got our tits blowing off, if I'm allowed to say that. You and definitely are allowed to say that. That was a thumper of a storm, yeah, wasn't it? It was a beauty. Did you um, get any trees down at your joint? Oh, trees. Yeah. I haven't got any left. <laughs> <laughs> we got smashed here. Hundred and Just for those listeners, uh, a few days ago, we had a first cold front of the season being May, uh, early May down south here in uh west australia down it must south. have been the what fifth of may sixth of may it was. yeah it was about that and uh, 127 k an hour yeah gusts of 127 k an hour and it was a sustained run of the wind that i reckon was the difference it was like over 100 k an hour gusts for about 11 or 12 hours so yeah it was pretty uh pretty insane but the weather cleared up today and uh we got some pretty nice autumn waves didn't we yeah we did i think that's the that's the call, you know, it was, um, we had to batten down the hatches and all that sort of stuff that you say, and then we got rewarded, and by the looks of it, we might get that reward for a few more days, so, yeah, fingers crossed, mate, we'll keep getting tubed. Yeah, that'd be good, uh, looks like, yeah, it might be some more offshore days coming up next week, so, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get a bit of that, but, um, so, what we've been doing uh, lately, with the lack of the world tour to talk crap about, uh, the, the what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've uh, been getting a couple of interviews on the go, like uh, a lot of other podcasts out there, just to keep the content up, and uh, it's just good fun to have a beer in the shed and talk surfing and surf stories, so that's what we're here. So we're going to start 
with uh, where did you grow up, Sammy? Well, yeah, there's obviously a lack of world tour and you're scraping the barrel to have me sitting here. But anyway, <laughs> happy, to, happy to talk some rubbish on a microphone and have yeah. a beer with you, mate. Um, but I've got to say this, whatever it is, it's, um, it's I'm already slurring che- that thing. Che- cheeky Monkey Imperial Red Ale, 8.3%, I believe. Yeah, 8.3. Yeah, I just thought I'd oh. loosen the lips for you a little, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Might yeah. have gone too far, you reckon? Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll bite my way through this one. I've, yeah, you know, I've, I've had worse. Um, yeah. So, so when we start, I grew up, we'll um, start at the start. Yeah. You know, um, probably grew up in Perth, like most of yeah, the yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm born and bred West Aussie, mate. Proud of it. Yep. Um, spent my childhood getting my nose and lips burnt off in Swanbourne, Cottesloe area. Oh yeah. What was your local beach up there? Well, I grew up in Swanee, so. Look, mate, I was pretty much at the new beach. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nah, I, uh, we, we, I went to, um, I went to North Cot, um, surf club when oh, I was yeah. a kid. Yep. So that's where I met the Paddos, those three amazing watermen. Um, Just for and anybody we, who doesn't know that, that's the uh, the Patterson brothers of uh, world tour fame. Yeah. Paul Ant-Man Patterson, Jake Patterson. And the, the flea. And then the flea dog, Patterson, yeah. <laughs> who was the underdog of them all. Well, he started out as flea because he was the smallest, but then as he got bigger and turned into a bit of a dog, yeah. he, um, oh, that yeah. was like a pretty natural progression, um, you know, fleas and dogs. And, anyway. So, so, so yeah. Wait, what, what age did you meet those guys surfing on those beaches, you reckon? Um, I think the nippers was like we were six. Yeah, right, early. When we were, you know, getting our nipple rash on foamies and <laughs> getting told to hurry up and paddle in when you're doing the board race instead of sitting there waiting for a wave and all that sort of stuff so it was just an introduction to the ocean and yeah not that we needed introduce we, yeah we just grew up at the beach mate it was um yeah you know, you'd hide under the stairs in the southerlies and you'd you'd run out there and pick up 20 cent pieces when the wind blew the sand off the top of oh, them and sweet 20 cents back then was oh mate was that was a whack. crab stick that would have got you like it yeah it would have yeah. got you a chupper chup or something oh, wouldn't it nah chupper chup you get four of them oh sick <laughs> so yeah we um yeah we kicked around there and um you know to be honest we, we actually got some surf when, when the southerlies picked up in the summer days we'd um we get these wind waves and they'd break out on the reefs a little further out so you'd actually get a bit of length to ride and we all yeah just did what we could on foamies with foam fins and um massive v's in them these lightning bolt foamies that we'd buy from the clubbies for 20 bucks yeah sweet um pardon me um yeah and you'd snap them regularly yeah <laughs> stick them back together i think i had one that had how do you, how'd you stick the foamy back together uh what with a lot of wood and um oh like little dowels yeah sort of things yeah, yeah and you had to be careful what you used because it'd come back out Strat- through the foam uh yeah but just with yeah with the arrow dot and all these other bits and pieces oh, yeah. you'd, you'd test it on the deck a little bit first because it'd melt the shit out of that stuff. Oh yeah, foam. right. Eat the foam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, that was you know, that was oh, all that's good fun good. and um, uh, got a single fin which you'd be happy about. Yeah. One day I was about, she must have been eleven or so. So that was your first fiberglass board. Yeah. Yeah. 
Can you remember who shaped it or? No, I don't even know if it had a name on it. It was honestly this was the biggest pig I'd ever laid eyes on. <laughs> uh, my old man took at me the time. Get... At the time, did he think it was a pig? Or yeah. Did we, oh, even so, uh, even as an eleven-year-old, first fiberglass board, you looked at it, and went, "It's a pig." Yeah, That's and I rough. loved it, mate. That I must put have it been rough. Yeah, I put <laughs> it in my um, sleeping bag, and it sat in my bed when I wasn't sleeping in there. In your sleeping bag. Yep. Nice. That was a board bag. Yeah, sick. <laughs> but yeah, I remember my old man um, taking me driving around looking at these secondhand boards one, I don't know, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it was. And there was a couple of gems and I was in love with them and we ended up buying this thing. It was oh, 40 bucks or something. And it had, I'll never forget, it had all these tiny little miners' rights stickers on the bottom of it. Like miners' rights as in gold mining oh, or coal mining or something been. like that. Yeah, right. Like the size of a sticker you'd see on an orange. Yeah. And they were everywhere. There was about a hundred of them. No way. And I'm thinking, why the hell? We <laughs> got home. I'm thinking, I've got to get rid of these. And everyone I pulled off. There was a ding under, like a little. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just jumped up and down on this thing in Someone's gravel. Someone's been or, mining in the boards. Oh mate. <laughs> but I loved it, and it, it took me weeks to work out how to not fall off the back of it because it went so fast compared yeah, right. to the foamy. Sick. Anyway, that's where it all started. And I um yeah, yeah mate, I was hooked. Yeah, and um, uh, so. What age were you in um, relation to the Paddos? Because what, Ant-Man's um, the oldest and Jake's a yeah. couple of years younger and then Danny again down. So pretty much. did you yeah. gel with all three of them sort of at one time or was it, um, um, how did it work? Yeah, I suppose when you're that old, Danny and I are the same age, but we're, we're at, you know, I'm a February, he's an October or whatever we are. So we're, you know, we're and the how, same how year. old are you now? I'm 46. There you go. 74 vintage. Yep, yep. Cool. Um, so Flea and I were the same age as such. Snake was a year older. Yep. Snake Cutter. Yeah. And Ant-Man's three years older than me. Yep, yep. So that, they were all pretty close. And then there's Olivia, they're, they're the youngest of the four. Yep. Um, you know, good friend of mine also. So if you were that, obviously when you're 11 and someone else is 14, there's a pretty yeah. big difference in that. So mm. was Ant-Man and Jake just like, you were just looking at them surfing going, holy yeah. moly, or is that how it worked? Yeah, Ant was, Ant was the, uh, like, he was phenomenal, you know. He was just this tiny little pocket rocket. And <laughs> we'd, yeah, we'd all look up to him and just think, holy shit, this guy's just, he, he was really, really talented. Yeah, still right. is. I mean, yeah, he's, obviously. He's Ant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Jake was only a year older, and Jake was sort of um, probably not. You know, I think yeah, like you just said, when you're eleven or twelve, which you know we were yep. eleven, twelve, and Ant was fourteen, fifteen, yeah, whatever big it difference. was. Yeah. Um, so he was already riding these boards. He was riding bloody twin. Uh, what were they? These wing keels, the Ben oh, yeah. Maxons. Oh yeah, the old Shane Haran style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, yeah, there was a couple of guys around our area reed oliver and some other shapers and um town and country were sort of the local brand and and these bloody wing keels mate aunt used to go nuts on them did he yeah it was yeah you had to have one yeah and right he, he let me have a go one day and i cut the shit out of my feet <laughs> just <laughs> sitting on it yeah when you when you yeah, like just turn and go to stand up on your board oh, just sitting just there duck feet paddling just with stars oh, yeah. in my eyes going oh my god look at what i'm sitting on it was like yeah. mate and um yeah, that yeah, was cool. um, interesting days back yeah. in the Gromit hood. And was there anyone else that you can remember at that time that you used to yeah. look up to on those on those metro beaches? Yeah, for sure. Um, there was a lot of guys, you know, um, Brownie, Stuart Bedford Brown. He oh, yeah. 
yeah, he he ripped, man. He was he'd come home from Hawaii every year with like he'd he'd be riding a seven footer, seven two, whatever, and riding one to two foot waves and doing these huge roundhouses. Really, on seven Full foot of, Hawaiian yeah. guns. Yeah, and the, like just all in the big. metro beaches of Perth, which for people who don't know, Perth is is generally very oh, small. Shit. Yeah, shitty beach breaks yeah. with you know bugger yeah. all. No, he'd get out at Voodoo's and um. Just do these big wraparound cutties and the amount of rail he'd use was, yeah, always impressed me. So, yeah, Brownie was definitely a guy that we all looked at and thought, wow, because he was on the tour as well. Um, So he was the only guy around doing that. Um, And there was a bunch of other guys. You know, Reedy, I just mentioned, he was a shaper. He was sort of really good. Um, There was another guy. Reedy, who's who's Reedy? Uh, Reed Oliver. Reed Oliver. And he shaped boards. Did he shape them under his own name or was he shaping Yeah, Speedy. Speedy. Speedy Reedy. Speedy Reedy. Yeah. Sick. I'd buy one of them Lived up to it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds sick. I've never heard of it. Oh, it was a weapon. Water weapons. That was the name of of his brand. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um... And there was a couple of other guys like, um, oh, what was his name? Um, Dino. Anyway, there was a bunch of good surfers around. There was one guy, and I can't think of his name, but he used to surf switch. Like, he could surf as good yeah, one right. way as the other. Yeah, he was good for you know, just. Yeah. And let's face it, we had shit waves. So, yeah. you know, yeah. if you're doing a few Rios and yeah. a floater, yeah. you know, it was impressive. You were killing it, yeah. So, Especially yeah, if that's to an 11 year old. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and I didn't get much further than that. And did you wander up to Trig Point and that much and Scarborough, or did you keep it pretty local? Um, Yeah, definitely. Uh, When the swell was not around our beaches, we'd be up there. We'd be, you know, down down around Surf Beach, which I think they call Secret Harbour now. Oh, yeah, near Mandurah Way. There's a huge sign there. It's Secret Harbour. (laughs) Um, And up to Durs, there was a... Oh, yeah, which is about about 45 minutes north of the Perth. Yeah. City, a, a place called Yanship and Durs. I used to go up there a bit as well once I got my license. Yeah, yeah. So we were lucky enough that some of the old older guys would throw us in their car and um, rip us to a few waves. And but yeah, Triggs never really loved surfing. Triggs uh, was always pretty pretty crowded and hassled. And even back then, <laughs> oh yeah, it's always even been then, crowded since the start, hasn't yeah. it? But there was yeah. there was some really good surf, you know, like Brant the Bransons and oh, yeah. uh, Matt Manners and his brother Paul Manners and um, Schwery and uh, Paul Cunningham. Yeah, you know, there was just a there was just so many good surfers up there, and yeah. um, we used to go up there for comps, obviously. Oh yeah, and and just watch these guys tearing it, and yeah, yeah, sick. So, um, obviously, to any um, serious surfer that grows up in Perth, it's a matter of time before you start making the three-hour journey by car to uh, the Cape to Cape region where the waves are bigger and better. Um, no one is down south in this area. When did that first pop up on your radar and how did it get there? Oh, well, I was pretty lucky because my um, we had a house down here my whole life, my grandfather built a house in wow. uh, down here in the Whereabouts? 40s in Dunsborough uh, Siesta Park oh Siesta Park right next door to where you've been working oh so that yeah right yeah. so that house that uh, right on the beach in yeah. Siesta Park is yeah. your grandfather built that he built that wow in the fort. yeah and um no way. I was wondering how you got that block because it's uh for those that don't know it's probably about a five million dollar block these days but I'm sure your grandfather oh. picked it up for a grand or two well yeah I don't know they they used to come down and they were farming out the back there in all the bloody swampland there and yeah, um, right. and and it, yeah no one I mean it was just it was just dirt back then yeah 
and um, yeah, they just they had a a few of them, and they all built little shacks and whatever else. It was all pretty low key, and no really gave a shit. There yeah, wasn't five million dollars and yeah. Um, so he story goes, he, he drove grandma down the dirty old dusty tracks. It would have taken about six or seven hours. I'd back say then, I so. Yeah. yeah, I mean the cars weren't that fast, and neither was the track. So yeah, yeah, it was all. Geez, it would have been a mission. I think it was gravel roads from mm-hmm. Mandra. So yep. the last. 200 k's were, were gravel roads yeah. that was in the early 70s i know obviously docky the old mate docky who's an old legend down here used oh, to tell me it used to take him about about six seven hours to get yeah, down right. well this was in way the before 60s. that too. yeah and that's way before that so to be anyway so we were lucky enough yep. to yeah we were lucky enough to spend most of our um holidays down here yeah so to be honest with you mate i used to drive home when i was a kid after surfing down here and just have these really weird visions in my head. Like, how the hell do I even surf in Perth? What am I going to do for the next month or whatever it is until I come back down? Yeah. Um, when the waves just break on the shore. So it was... Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, fair to say, um, I finished my schooling. I actually had a, a shitty little $900 car packed, ready to go yeah. when I finished my last exam. Just they rang that you had to be there for at least an hour. <laughs> they rang the bell and I stood up and went, catch you later. I'm out of here. Straight yeah, I was gone. Yeah. yeah. Three hours later, I was down here having a surf yeah right and yeah. where were you living at that first time that you came down by yourself uh, my brother was already down here living in uh Kuarama oh yeah at a place called Marybrook oh yeah um yeah doing this adventure learning stuff so he lived in a shed there and I was lucky enough to just bunk in with him in this shed I had a bed and they gave me some work um dish picking yep and that was it, yeah. Me and um, Dave Inglet, Ding, used to oh, yeah. Another local fight out. surfing legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah legend, mate. Dish, dish pigging, for those that don't know, with Australian terms, is uh, is basically, we've all done it as a young teenager or early 20s, is just cleaning dishes in a, in a restaurant kitchen, being yeah. a dish pig. Scrubbing pots. Yeah, scrubbing pots, yeah. yeah. And uh, going surf, which was always good because it was always at night, mostly, so you just leave your days yeah. to go surfing. So. Yeah, mate, we used to fight over this at uh, the public holidays because they'd pay, I think it was double time and a half. Oh, yeah. So you'd pretty much get two and a half days working in one day and you'd just go, oh, I can't work for the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and Yeah, so me and Ding had arm wrestles and all sorts over them. And Classic. yeah, we just surfed, you know. I'd... Can you remember your very first surf down south by any chance? Uh, I oh. guess it was probably pretty young if you were coming yeah, down yeah, with a family Yeah, uh, yelling unit. up lagoon. Yelling up lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. Where they right. do the surf school now? Yeah, on those little exactly. reforms. Yeah, right. Yeah. We used to, we used to surf in that corner a little bit, but then the best waves were sort of at the north end of the lagoon, where you you could get washed over the lagoon a bit and into the, oh yeah, you know, off towards rabbits or kikis they call it now that little corner yep. there. So, yeah, yep. oh mate, we were we were that small and we had such thick foamies and stuff. We we, we there were waves everywhere in that lagoon for us. We just frothed yeah, right. on it. It was all about the tide and the yeah yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we did. We just surfed there, and then eventually, I think I was about eleven, and um, went over the back of the reef. Yeah, right. And my that's uh, the the lagoon. Obviously, is uh, yelling up main break, which is our yeah our uh, which is the first wave that ever got surfed down here. That's where it all started for the okay. um, for the surfers down south. The first 
guys came down and looked at that left. Jeez, and Margie's crew must love that. Yeah, we <laughs> fucking mate, we stitch those Margie's guys up. They think they're all. They think they got it all, but we started oh, it all. It's a good bit of banter. We yeah, love it. Yeah, we lo- we love giving shit to the guys down in Margie's, but um, not as yeah, much as they love giving it to us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we uh, we had the first wave that was surfed in the area. It was they came down and looked at that big, long, fat left on on their Malibus and thought, holy shit, that thing's a Heaven. freight train. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously yeah. now it's it's a, it's a pretty B-grade wave, the left, anyway. But, uh, nice. The whole wave's B-grade, actually. Don't even come there. Don't even worry about it. But um, no, nah, it's, a, it's a beautiful spot, yelling up uh, Mainbreak Reef, and it's got a fantastic lagoon, um, which is quite, uh, it's quite large. And, it, you know, you get swimmers in there, and as you say, kids... Riding the foamy and that. So, um, when you were surfing that lagoon there, did you have the Patterson brothers? Had you? Had, did your your connection go straight down south? Because yeah. they were down early as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Were they, that, your, were they yeah. your surfing buddies in the lagoon? Or? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I vividly remember. I think it was Snake used to ride his old man's kneeboard out there. Oh yeah, this red kneeboard. But the only problem there was it had a pretty big fin. Oh yeah! Every now and then, it'd sort of hit the reef, catch on the reef. Yeah, because it's pretty shallow. Which we it? love, because snake ripped, and if yeah. he came off his board, you'd get a good chuckle and yeah, you know, try was, and give him a bit worthy. of shit, which never went down that well, and yeah, usually beat me up or something like that. <laughs> Thanks, snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. With those guys, and um, what about Ev, your bro? Ev- you got a fair few brothers, don't you? No, I got one. Oh, only one. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had like. Have you got sisters or? Um, no. Nah. Only one brother. No, I've just. Oh, okay. There you go. Co- I've been mates with Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mates with Sammy for twenty years, and I uh, thought he had about three brothers. But anyway, you get that. So, was your brother um, into the surfing and stuff as well? Was he? No, nah. no, nah? not nah. at all. No, nah. really. No, nah, we not had even in we, the we early used, days. No, nah, when we were grommets, we used to love skateboarding, and the skaters back then were like, I don't know, like people these days would know them as pennies. Anyway, it was just a really thin plastic skater. You could barely stand side on. Oh, yeah, I remember those things. Yeah. And we used to bomb hills on them. And um, and we had driveways where you go, right, if you pull off, if you go, go forehand, yeah, I'll have another one. That was great. Yeah, I'll just great. Pull it, pull I'll probably won't be able one, to, but you keep talking there. Probably mate. won't be able to talk soon. <laughs> anyway, so these skaters, we'd bomb these hills. If you pulled off to one driveway, you know, you were pretty sweet. If you missed that one, you'd go to the next one on the left. Like, they were all staggered. Anyway, I remember one day my brother's gone past the point of no return. And that's what we used to call it. You've passed the point of no And this was a fuck off hill. This scene yeah, was right. radical. And I'm just watching. My eyes are falling out of my head. Just going, holy shit, my brother's going to die. And at the bottom of it was a T. No helmets back then. Oh, mate, nothing. No, Barefoot. No, no knee pads, no elbow pads. Actually, no, he was wearing shoes because when he walked. He had shoes on. Oh, that's something. He had his shoe over his knee. Yeah. Because he didn't want me to see it. Oh, yeah. He ripped his kneecap out. <laughs> he seriously, he spent the next two weeks in traction in... Oh, no way. Yeah, in the hospital. They oh. had to do a Z cut. He had this Zorro cut on his knee just to pull the skin together close oh, enough. Crikey. Anyway, so he um, he couldn't do much for a couple of years. Wow. And, um, and that was- he actually used to like kneeboarding when we were real young kids. Yeah. And he came out of that and he was just like, oh, I'm just a body surfer. Yeah right. So, yep. Yeah no he and he went into other things. He, he's actually done some pretty gnarly shit on a kayak. Oh yeah, like um, rivers and, and waterfalls yeah, and shit. Big, yeah big yeah yeah yeah. So the you know, category threes and fours and whatever they call it, grade three, four, all these yep, rapids yep. and so that was his thing for quite a while. And yeah, he yep. never really he loves going in the surf. Yeah, he's just got the biggest grin on his head and he's pissing himself laughing, but he can't do it. 
Yeah, right. No, you shit at it. <laughs> it's hilarious. God, sounds like me. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> he makes you look pretty good. Yeah, does he? Oh, shit. I might have to hang out with this guy yeah. more often. Get him down well, to me. Yeah. Anyone nah, who makes yeah. me look, look good is, uh, is welcome. I'll, get, I'll shout him a beer. Yeah, so yeah, um, that's it. That's my serving wow. family. So um, what about... Uh, what about early in those down south years? Would have been a pretty magical time. Sort of once you pass that oh, lagoon yeah. foamy stage, and yeah. you started to actually surf pretty good, yeah. or at least half decent. And you're still young. You know, probably would have been what late eighties or something like that. Maybe um, early nineties, seventy four. So yeah, late. Yeah, late eighties. We were um, so fifteen years old in 89 so maybe early 90s it was you know obviously a lot less crowded down here then you would have been some pretty good waves any sort of memorable moments from those early down south years rabbit hill it was yeah like it was always there always seemed to be waves there and i've got theories but i won't you know i won't bang on but um we used to always have a lot more sand out on the reef and 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 out in the water in those parts and you know there's been so much rehabilitation these days i reckon there's no yeah, sand yeah. getting swept out in yeah, the summers yep. but anyway um damn those definitely those fucking hippies <laughs> oh it wasn't the hippies mate the hippies didn't care. anyway uh, um the greenies sorry not uh, hippies the greenies that's what i meant revegetating um, the sand dunes yeah. uh, anyway uh, they they yeah people think they're doing the right thing but you know none of us really know do we we're no. all too young and yeah. we don't have enough history behind us or enough um I guess research into what actually really happens. So, yeah. no one's to blame. It's just is what it is. That's, That's my is, theory. Yeah. It probably yeah. means absolutely jack shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Smith's Beach. We used to surf Smitty's. Yeah, all the time. You know, so you must have bumped into a Marty Chandler, surely. Oh you? shit, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was. A, just yeah. This. Marty was a great mate. Um, still is. Yeah. Um, you know, we used to be able to park our cars on top of the rocks at the reef. So yeah, right. We'd pretty much pull up there in in one of the utes and and you'd and the reef would be piping and every, you know you'd snap i think we drove out there with like half a dozen snap boards in the back of the ute one day we were really just, yeah it was just um fun times we were riding really thin boards back in those days so we used Sorry to about go that noise them. just uh, parrots dropping honky nuts on the shed roof here but uh, that's the go yeah but for people who don't know yeah smith's reef is um we, we did an interview with marty chandler um a couple of weeks back and it's a very idyllic, picturesque bay in the southwest region of Western Australia down here, and it's got a couple of world-class, very shallow, slabby right-hand reef breaks. Um, and right, Marty happened to uh, <laughs> live right on the hill there, and no doubt if you were in those early years, there wasn't many people around, and you're in the same age category, obviously you, yeah. you guys would have bumped into each other. Yeah, Marty and his cousins were on the other side of the hill. Oh, the other the same side of the hill, but you know, yeah. next door, same property. So there was, um, yeah, Nath and Nugget and... Yep. Um, yeah, Marty's younger brother Joe was a good friend of mine as well, and we used to all hang out. So, yeah, it was pretty... Like you say, there wasn't many crew around. Um, Corey Norman was... Probably the, the staunch local who used to just tear the bag out of it. Yeah, um, I've heard about that guy. He's a bit of a um, uh, bit of a what do you call it? A, a man, the myth, the legend. He's a mysterious character these days. I think he's fallen from grace somewhat, but uh, he yeah, was. Yeah, was yeah. I think he yeah, fantastic he, surfer back in the day. He's happy with that yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So yeah, so good memories driving down yep. the beach that you sure. obviously cannot drive down now because it's just 
full of people. It's very popular mm. tourist beach that you, you can't drive down there these days. But nah. um, you know, it's Good probably way to about a school. Yeah, that's right. It's probably about a six hundred, six eight hundred meter walk to the to the reef that you guys were no doubt just driving to and, and sitting in front of with your mates. So that yeah. sounds pretty good. And, yeah, no, um, it was a lot different for sure. And what about uh, what about the first times you went up to the Cape, uh, the uh, Beep Three Bears region? Can you oh, remember yeah. that at all? Because that's a pretty bread and butter staple, and yeah. it's a long four wheel drive track uh, to get up there, and it's a a beautiful series of uh, left-hand reef breaks. Yep. That, um, it gets very, very crowded pretty mm. much every single day these days. So um, yeah. you must have some good memories of the early years up there, I guess. Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, it's probably why I don't surf it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Despite living uh, probably the closest to it out of any person alive. You'd have to be pretty close. Yep. You yep. can, uh, sa- just for those that don't know, Sammy actually... That'll do, lives, mate. He, he, up there. Yeah, he, he <laughs> lives on the highest... He, he's king of the hill. He lives... Well, it's oh, a very fuck. flat... He's a very flat area here. We don't have uh, many hills or mountains, but we do have one Mount Duckworth uh, coming in at, what, all of probably a couple of hundred metres above sea level? What, do you, what, what, um, are you, what are you up there? But anyway, Sammy lives on yeah. the top of the hill there. And he uh, backs onto the national park that runs into um, the Cape Naturalist National Park region, which is how you get up to this certain break. So, um, yeah, pretty awesome place to live that you can drive out your back gate through a national park and and down a a series of great waves. But as you're saying, um, probably a little bit... uh, tainted from your early memories in into how crowded it is these days but tell us about some of those early memories at up, mm. up at that spot uh look I, I remember first going there when i was a, a you know probably early teenager maybe only maybe even 12 anyway whatever um and th- there was still crew around for sure there was it, it wasn't it wasn't uncrowded but it wasn't as crowded as it is now and we used to try and get all sorts of different cars up there, but you used to be able to actually drive from Rabbit's car park. You'd just go straight along the, the limestone edge. There was a couple of little, there was a low point there near Shallows where it was a bit boggy and a bit of a nightmare, but we used to get our HGs and HKs and the old Holdens. HZs and yeah, yep. bloody oath, the Kingswoods, mate. You'd, the old Kingswoods. They'd just float up there. You could, you, know, you wouldn't spill a drop um, <laughs> <laughs> as you were preparing for your surf. So yeah, we had some, really good fun days there's you know there's a lot more than just mamas and papas and whatever else up there as you know very well so we used to other spots yeah we used to make a lot of good out of them um you know marty and aunt and jake and me and northy and there's a couple of big big waves up there it can hold some pretty serious size up there on its day you know 10 to 15 foot really can't it Uh, yeah i suppose so um the big days so is that was that the first place you sort of really started surfing bigger waves because i mean i wouldn't say you're a, a big wave surfer in today's nah. standards because it's nah. 60 foot towing oh, i shat myself out at bloody <laughs> whatever today it was six to eight foot yeah, <laughs> cut it out you would have been getting tubed <laughs> off your head but you know mate you definitely uh you know surfed it compared to most people in the world very big waves you know um and i'm assuming obviously that relationship started down here somewhere was it up there that you sort of got your first bigger swells? Or? Yeah, no, I'm going to have to correct you there. Very big waves is pushing it way too far. No, I mean, I mean, compared to the, the biggest waves, person. I think I've ever surfed were at sunset with Ant and 
look, it might have been 15 foot. Yeah, that's pretty fucking probably, big, mate. Yeah, yeah, like, it was huge. Yeah. I was. I know packed, these days packing bloody Nazare like, and Jaws yeah, yeah, and all that. So uh, and it, that it's was different, but 15 foot sunset that was huge. It's bloody yeah. big, man. That's yeah, yeah, huge. That's, you know? I don't, I don't yeah. do that on a regular basis. I'm, no, no, like no. I say, but I'm, you've surfed uh, eight to 10 foot a thousand times. You know. Yeah. So yeah, we did. Um, we probably uh, was it there. We yeah, we had a there was a bit of we used to surf margs and um around that area a little bit as well but definitely bomby uh yeah there's a few bombies, uh, a few got, bombies yeah. around yeah. but um yeah we had some days where we'd get out there and all get a bit sort of scared and um and that would have been hoot each other and and you know paddle from the left and go oh it's like the right's maxing or whatever. I'm going to go and I never forget one day, Marty and I went, oh, look at those rights. We'll just paddle across and jag a couple of them. And yeah, yeah we learnt pretty quick when we got washed straight in from the next set that came through. But <laughs> no, into it was, the cliffs? Well, yeah, into that little bay. We, you know, we yeah. didn't get smeared, but oh, yeah. um, there was another wave up there actually that we used to surf even more. Yeah. Um, and that was gnarly. Like you had to, is that the one that pushes really close to the rocks? Yeah, you had to scale the freaking cliff and then time it and run across this bloody limestone crusty reef and yep. it was just a shit fight. Yeah, it was just a nightmare. And then you, and then you'd end up in this beachy that was like rabbits on steroids. And yeah, you'd with, get your with those bloody half submerged bits of reef sticking out while six footers just unloaded onto it. Yeah, yeah. So put it this way: by the time you took off on a wave, you'd pretty much just dealt with all the gnarliest stuff anyway yeah but yeah i ended up just paddling down to that one when i got wiser <laughs> why yeah um yeah so definitely mate uh that was part of my big wave career i, I like to call myself a medium wave foot. surfer these days yeah. people go oh, you like big waves I'm like, i like medium waves because big waves these days are so bloody big you know and eight to ten foot is still pretty big, but it's in the scale of yeah. surfing, it's it's medium, you know. Yeah. But oh, I, they were big in our day. Yeah, exactly. And we used to ride, you know, seven. I never really had anything over seven six. Yes, yeah, so that's not that big a board. No, really. and, and a lot, you know, pro- some guys had were eight they, footers. Were they quite thin banana thruster yeah, era? I weighed about sixty nine, seventy <laughs> kilo, mate. I'm yeah. ninety odd now, so yeah, yeah work that one out i need another 20 liters <laughs> exactly. um yeah they were they were a bit thinner and a bit narrower but um yeah no i was actually really lucky to meet jeff bushman when i was traveling uh, through in south africa at jay bay and he shaped me some beautiful boards in hawaii yep and they yeah they were some of the best boards i ever had but again the biggest one was seven six and Yep. I snapped that and a seven two all in one morning oh. uh, when I first got there, and he in Hawaii. Yeah, yep. he just said, "You fuckwit! I told you to come to my shed and grab one of these." But he, he basically said, "Just help yourself." Yeah, right. Which I thought was very generous, but I also <laughs> didn't how did you take... get such an open slate with uh, such a man of reputable? Because oh, uh, he's a good bloke. Yeah, what a legend. Yeah, Jeff Bushman, a major shaper in the Hawaiian Islands, just opened his doors to you. Yeah, he's a really he's a he's a um oh, I don't know how do you put it. I, I look, I was I was actually surfing with him for nearly a month at J Bay, and I just knew him. I'd get back to this this guy who I was li- staying with, who was Mick from Bunbury. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Mick <laughs> from Bunbury. So there was Mick from Bunbury. <laughs> yeah, and um and I used to get me go. Oh, who was out there? Go, oh, just Jeff Deseppo. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Pretty heavy. Yeah. I feel so guilty saying that, but um, he had an American accent or, you know, Hawaiian, whatever. And I didn't know him from a bar of soap, mate. Yeah, right. And a month later, we were down at Rick's, I think, Rick's bar, and yeah, they were all smashing tequila shooters and whatever. And going, oh, you're going you're gonna to get some boards off Jeff when you go to Hawaii? I sort of said, well, what, are you a shaper? <laughs> and they all lost it. I was like, oh, wow. And I, I actually got down on my knees and gave the guys... No just went, oh well, I'm so sorry. I didn't have. So we were just we were just mates who were kicking around in the surf oh, that's about awesome. twenty thirty years apart in age, and um. So yeah, he was really generous. He said, you know, you and your mate Ant Man, when you get there, feel free to come and hook up, and we'll that's show you sweet. around. And Ant had already been there a fair bit. Yeah. Um. And and actually won Sunset that year. Oh right. Yeah. So you were there so that year. I left. The week I uh, left about three days before he won. Yeah, right. I had Bugger. seriously got to my last fifty cents, cents and <laughs> borrowed off everyone I could. <laughs> and Ant and I had been travelling together for about six months or something then. Yeah. And we could not win a dollar to save our lives. Neither yep. could anyone we travelled with. It was just. Uh, and that was when you were uh, on the WQS. Yeah, we were having a bit of a competitive role. Which a, is uh, what I was about to bring up next. So we'll we'll go into that now. Feel free to have a sip of that uh, lovely India Pale Ale from Cheeky Monkey there. It's a good one. Well, it's not getting any bloody warmer out yeah, here. Mate, there's a jacket on the back of your seat there. Oh, nice. Yeah, how, how good's that? Oh, it's from, I've actually got a it's Bushman. It's from Ream. Yeah. <laughs> they keep you warm. As a, um, mate, i got a Bushman 6.6 right there, actually. Met him in Bali. Same deal. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was a good dude. He and is a nice guy, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, I'd love he, to catch up. And I was again. talking to him and about single fins, and yeah, he goes, right. oh, mate, I'll make you a big fat board that feels like a singly, but it, it's a thruster, so you can get tubed on a sucky takeoff. Mm. No doubt he mentioned me. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> like, yeah, good old Sammy. Yeah, I was a fucking legend. That's what he said at the yeah. time at Uluwatu there. But um, okay, so we'll move on from the early down south uh, experiences. We've done that. And um, I was, uh, had you lined up for the your competitive um, history because you did uh, have a bit of a competitive run there. Um, obviously, we touched on that in Hawaii there, but let's take it back and then work our way back into those QS years. So did you start with like school and state stuff like that? It, uh, I mean, that was a general path at the yeah. time, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, exactly. So when we were, I don't know, 12 or whatever, they they used to have a division for below cadets, whatever it was. Um, yeah, so we did that and... Look, mate, there wasn't many crew surfing back then, so I did all right. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Simple as that. Always came at least third. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I um, yeah. made the state team because there was no one else in it. And yeah. And did you travel in that state team? Did you go over yeah. east and stuff, do any comps and that? Yep. Was it one of the Paddo brothers in your team? Oh, no doubt yep. they were in your team. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was... Um, where, did, where did you go? Any any memories from those early state, um, national, um, Australian titles? Tasmania stuff? was oh, really? a real highlight. Tassie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. tell us about that. Um, Scamander River, I think it was where the, they called the comp, but that was it was on the northeast coast, so St Helens and you know, a bunch of bunch of places. And we, you know, Tassie, you get, you, oh, I'm no bloody guru on Tasmania, but um, you get, man, you get summer, winter, autumn, spring, all by lunchtime. So you're still wearing your four three, but you're getting sunburnt, and then you're getting windburnt. And then, you, you know, you feel like you're getting frostbite and you're a 15-year-old scrawny little kid. So, you, you know, 
And we are back in the 80, later. It was 89, I think. So, yeah, I was... And what know, time of year was it? Can you remember? Uh, it was January. <laughs> it was, mate, it was, it was as warm as it gets. Oh, because I was thinking it'd be pretty rough to send the um, state schoolboys or Australian schoolboys down nah, to Tassie this, in June or something. Nah, it was, it was like, the Aussie titles. It was, it was yeah. actually a freaking eye-opener, mate. This thing was nuts. There was... It was Australia Day weekend in the middle of it, and there was yep. some bikey convention going on at the Scamander <laughs> River, and it was there was there was gnarly shit going on, and we were staying in this caravan park, and we're there, yeah, it was loose. I can't even start talking about it. Oh, please do! <laughs> Come on, give us this is exactly what I'm I'm digging for. What do you got, mate? We got the shit beaten out of us by the juniors, and we were the cadets, and these <laughs> are our own. This is our own state. Fuck <laughs> you, snake. Yeah. <laughs> what? So snake snake was part of beating nah, you up. Snake was fine. Yeah, bloody oath. Was that he? was that was the rules, mate. Yeah, and right. and Mari just grommet a bit. If Daniel comes home with a mohawk and he's got any bruises on him, you guys are dead. So you know, naturally, I copped it. And yeah, then there was Damon Hayes, and I think his old man was a judge, so he was probably tucked up in bed with Daddy and um and yep. Kenny Dan. So Kenny's just this tiny little Aboriginal dude, and we were real close mates. Yeah, it was yeah, it was just different back then, you know. Grommet abuse was Standard. fucking wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was rife. It was if you didn't wash the dishes, if the older guys woke up and the kitchen wasn't clean and almost breakfast made and served to them, yeah. you're dead. <laughs> and that's cool. That's just the way we got brought up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, got its look. shits me now because I watch some kids get around and they need it. Yeah, they do exactly, mate. Sorry. It's not such a bad thing, man. Because yeah, yeah, you know, maybe a happy medium. We might have got. Yeah, a bit hard, maybe a little bit, yeah, too much, but yeah, there's got to be a happy medium. I mean, there's plenty of young kids just yeah. paddling circles and dropping in and, yeah. and, and and everyone's like, oh, you know, give him a wave, give him a wave. He's only a kid. It's like, hey, man, when I was a kid. Yeah, his dad's pushing him in, just yeah. drop yeah. in on him. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, mate, when I was a kid, it was like, fuck, no yeah. one was like, oh, he's a kid, give him a wave. It was like, fuck, you didn't get any waves because yeah. you had to respect your elders. Man. Well, it's you funny, know? you know, I, that, yeah, when I did... Start surfing some bigger waves. I won't call them big waves. Yeah. The crew, I, I was surfing. I was probably the only young, well, not the only, one of the young guys who was starting to surf yelling up. And oh, yeah. you had Pup, Andy, yep. Pat Bloomer. Yep. Um, oh, there was a, I'm shit with names. I always forget people, but you yep. know, there was this, and Crazo and um, Dave Seawood and another guy, um, Mark Moody. Yeah. And anyway, a bunch of crew, and they'd be sitting there rolling fatties, and you know, just just charging yep. eight foot yells. It was just yeah. always eight foot yells. That was just life. Yeah. And you know, there might have been the odd ten footer that might have been six foot. I don't know. Yeah. It was just it was just yelling up. <laughs> yeah. Big and, and yells was, is a big deep water wave. It's you know. Yeah. As soon as the swell had a bit of west in it, they were yep. all hovering around, and we were doing it. Yeah. So anyway, I remember surfing out there with those guys. Yeah. And if I was in the spot, and it was my turn, or, you know, which would happen once a blue moon yeah cause you'd still get burned oh really oh shit yeah <laughs> like, fuck off grommet yeah you think i wasn't gonna go yeah of course and that was just and you never even said anything no nah. you didn't you didn't sort of say oh come on, mate give us a go yeah you just copped it, it was just the way it was and yeah. you'd do that for a while and then eventually they'd go yeah sammy go this one yeah you'd gain and you'd, the respect you'd earn your stripes yeah yeah it's just the way it was yeah so yeah it's nothing different, wrong with that but 
Oh, no, we got a bit lost then. No, we were, yeah, no, that was all Fucking good. But we, kicking in. Yeah, that's all right. That's <laughs> good. So, yeah, no, we were at Tasmania and a bit of grommet oh, abuse yeah. and uh, state uh, Australian titles. So that was cool. So h- how did you fare in uh, th- those ones roughly? Can oh, you remember in those early mate, Australian titles? I was never a winner. No? <laughs> You're a winner in my eyes, Sammy. Thanks, so That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah, that's why <laughs> we're here. <laughs> no, I was always middle of the road guy. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd make the state team. I'd, I'd never won it. I was, yeah. Uh, I think I won a couple of comps in WA, but that was about it. Yeah. So have you um, ever, yeah. Have you ever become state champ even in older in yeah. later years? Yeah. 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 I won a couple of comps as as juniors, and then in the later years, I in the opens, I sort of you know I'd, I'd final if I was having a good event. Um, you know, guys like Dave Mack and yeah, those guys were sort of coming off the tour and back into oh, semi amic yeah. just just. Couldn't quite give it up, could Absolutely they? Absolutely. <laughs> schooling us. <laughs> no, but that was, you know, it was good fun. And there was actually yeah. an avenue for us all to go and earn a few dollars so that we could then have enough coin to go to Indo and go to Nias and go to Sambara and, you know, those places where that, that tour or whatever you want to call it was sort of an ACC tour then. Yeah. And then the QS grabbed it. I don't know. Um, so, no, I never, I never did that well. And then, yeah, once I was... Uh, um, when I got a bit older, I, I had the surf school and I used to do a lot of coaching. So I had to keep my toe in the water, so to speak. And I'd. Yep. What age were you talking there? Um, well, we started the surf school when I was 24. Yeah. So you started um, yelling up surf school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep. 98. Yeah. And then uh, by the t- I think when you're 28, you're a senior men's. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny oh, these days when you got Slater doing what he's doing at 48 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Wow. What a freak. Anyway, so I, yeah, I won a, I won some state titles as a senior. Yep. Um, yeah, cool. And yeah, you know, the Mark River Classic was probably my you know, my favourite event ever. Yeah. Because it was just such a good social gathering, and yeah. those guys down there, I just I just love all those crew. They're such good crew. It's like a it's a real tribe down there. Yeah, Margaret River uh, Classic's a yeah. prestigious local yeah. underground event. It's obviously had the Margaret River Masters, which morphed into the world championship tour event but the margaret river classic still runs intermittently and it's a very uh, had a maternity leave this year, uh last year yeah yeah it did yeah, yeah. with tom having had a, a baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and they had a bit of uh issues with you know just uh organization and stuff but i'm i'm pretty sure they're back on track they got um uh oh, they got a young fella now mental blank uh i know him well but he's back on track as el presidente so that'll be back but anyway uh Getting back to it, um, how did you, you, you had a bit of a run on the WQS, how did that come about and, and throw us a little bit of story on that? Mate, uh, it's not something that I probably planned on doing. Um, the honest truth is I was going to South Africa. Yep. I just wanted to go and sit at J-Bay and surf that right. As, as any as natural long as footer I would. possibly could <laughs> until my runny man out, my, yep. my runny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Ant pulled me up one day. He's gone, man. I just bought a ticket, a round the world ticket. I think it was eighteen hundred bucks, and I just, I was just eyeing off this one for two one. Yeah, just to go to bloody yeah right Joburg and back. Okay, you go. That was a full night, a nineties thing, wasn't it? The round the world ticket. It was yeah. Like, you don't hear about them much anymore, especially. Oh, I don't now know. I wouldn't bit. know, man. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't left WA for a while. Um, so anyway, he he kind of talked me around, and said, "Look, you should 
this is what we did in Europe last year. You can still go to um, South J-Bay. Africa, go yep. early, ready So yeah, that's what I did. And I went, I went to J Bay, and I, I wouldn't say I got the joint wide, but mad, I knew I felt really good out there. I, I yeah, used to get waves, and I knew a few of the local crew, and 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 it was all cool. How long did um, you do there? Uh, only a month, yep. five, six weeks. Yeah, sweet. But yeah, got lots of waves and, and just bumped into the right people. You know, I was living over the road from Wayne Dean. Yeah, right. And, and he was, you know, he was the, he used to beat Slater out there and you know, yeah, he, right. was, he was a giant killer. Yeah. And he was a really good bloke and um, took me to a few spots that you probably wouldn't usually get taken. And, Sick. Um, and, and, you know, guys like Coffee, if anyone's been there, there was some heavy oh, weights he like, like that. One who, of the heavy dudes, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, yeah. elbowed me in the back of the head and stuff like that. Did like, he? Oh, flat out. <laughs> yeah, we were surfing this misto left, which was surrounded by fucking white pointers and God knows what. <laughs> and this guy's elbow. And elbowing. I was fair shitting my pants, mate. And there was three guys out. Yeah. And, and I'm just sitting out in the middle of the channel just going, I'm not going near these guys. I'm going to get my head beaten in. Yeah. But I got t- taken there by a local. Yeah, right. So, so I'm thinking, oh, do? this is... And he's going, don't worry, mate. Don't worry. That's, that's all good, bro. Bro, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. Lekker, lekker. Yeah, sweet. All right. I'm just going to sit wide for a minute. Anyway, they've all caught waves. I'm like, fuck. There's no one on the... Pe-. I've paddled in there and I got a good one. Yeah, right. And I, you know, I got barreled and it was, you know, it was all pretty good fun. I'm <laughs> riding a 611 and it's, you know, it's solid, this left thing. Anyway, and... and so I paddled back out and I'm trying to mind my own business as best I can when you're in the middle of the ocean with three guys. Yeah. And he's just, yeah, let me know he was there. We'll put it like that. Elbowed you in the back of the head? Yeah, yeah, neck, head, shoulders, you know, just all what, that. One sort of or like, multiple strikes? No, just as he was paddling past. It was just, oh, a, just, it was a, just yeah, it was oh, just yeah. a, oh, yeah, no, nothing. It wasn't a oh. fight. He just sort of came close enough to go, doink. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, just letting you know I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I got that. And then no. he actually said, so what the fuck are you doing out here? Yeah. I said, well, you, your mate, my mate, brought me out here and he's coming to WA soon. I'll probably repay the favour. Yeah. He said, so you're from WA? I said, yeah. He goes, so you know to keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, right. And we became mates and, yeah. Okay. Just, See. yeah. Oh, that's cool. A little that's bit cool like story. that. So that was all good fun. And um, so where was this wave? Are you going to name it now? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah. might as well. I don't, I don't plan on going back to J Bay. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I've heard, it was yeah, pretty crowded. Yeah, yeah. COVID might help some of that. Mate, I saw. Uh, I talked about it on a, one of the earlier podcasts with, with the boys, and, yeah. and Tony Saffer was yeah, sending right. us photos because they were in full lockdown, and one of his mates mm. is sitting in his veranda. They're not allowed to surf, and it's just six foot lines. I'll show you wow. the photos later. And really, no one, no one. Oh, you don't Holy fuck with the cops shit. over there, mate. They'll no, no, <laughs> it's not like Australia <laughs> where you can sue the cops or something. Oh. Over there, they'd just shoot you or feed you to the bloody, well, what are they, the shanty towns or something like. So there's oh, no one wow. out, and it's just. And then about four days later, another photo, same thing, six foot empty lineups, grinding heavy. <laughs> oh. But anyway. We're getting distracted there. So Always. what 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 happened? Uh, you went there. Instead of going yeah. straight to J Bay, you got a round the world ticket, teamed up with yeah. Ant Man and thought, yep. Oh, I'm on the WQS, I'll have a roll in. Oh uh, yeah, so then I had I spent all this money on these stupid contests and you know, <laughs> the the first one was at J Bay and I thought, Yeah, oh, fuck, I'm on here. And I got to the round before the money and <laughs> oh, that, shit. <laughs> what happened everyone in our little crew 
at least one of us got to the round before the money every single event, yeah. but no one ever won any money. Really? Even it was just, yeah, yeah, until sunset. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, that was my first comp. That was great. And yep. then when well, it was two, three foot, yeah, and it yeah. was like two waves in a heat. It was, yeah. I got beaten by a 12-year-old kid who fucking yeah. lived there and, and ran across the rocks or something. But you know that's I'm not making excuses for my fails. Um, <laughs> I, won't, I didn't make any money. You're there. allowed to I, do that in hindsight in your in our uh, waning years. Make as many excuses. Oh, uh, look, no the, drums. The, the point is, I mean, I'm I'm a lot older now, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah, traveling. Oh man, with all those guys through all those places because everywhere we went, there was a party. Oh man, tell it's me, fucked. this is what I want. Is it's there? It's fucked. Like you, you were what early twenties. Yep. You're traveling the world on around the world tickets. Yeah, so I'm twenty one, under, under twenty two, under the banner of professional surfer, even though you're not making oh, any money. Real loosely. Yeah, very yeah. loosely. Like um, we were living. We, we were. Pardon me. We were living out of the back of a bus. There was six of us at times in one bus, and yeah, we used to cart like proper pros coffins <laughs> to the next event for they give us like 20 25 bucks yeah we'd stick that into the fuel tank no way just to get there <laughs> we'd it. live off just whatever anything and and we had a f- lot of fun oh, i'm sure you did um yeah. we never made any money the waves were shit yeah honestly yeah. through europe it was just um, in summer they probably, do get good get waves. The crowds or whatever yeah maybe yeah and we we did get good waves but it never seemed to be during the comp yeah um, so it was all good fun. We had fun and I met a lot of really good people and had a lot of fun, never made any money and then got to Hawaii and that was, you know, and I was, me and Ant were together there and that was, that was so much fun. Yeah. We'd just get up in the dark, go surf, um, the best ways we could find. We had a $300 car. We spent 300 bucks at Costco or whatever the place was called. Yeah. And Ant's a chef by trade. Yeah. So we basically bought 10 kilos of chili and 10 kilo oh no it's not a kilo kilo chili kilo of garlic and all these pumpkins and made this huge pumpkin <laughs> soups and just to keep you going yeah we just lived off bugger all and yep. um drove around in our shitty little probably unregoed car and yeah um didn't get beaten up oh that's good and didn't get sent in too many times because i usually went in as soon as it got busy anyway yep and yeah loved it that was that was good fun so um, it was hawaii the highlight of the of that tour no nah, jay bay was oh. undoubtedly my highlight i, I yep. really i really loved i felt like i was at home in south africa yeah right. it feels a lot like here yeah you know uh, the landscape and the, yeah. the not the people obviously you've got a yeah. whole different dynamic there. there but yeah, yeah. Uh, i did like hawaii i would like to have gone to other islands not yep. just the North Shore, but I had, I mean, I had no money. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, when I went to leave. Did you ever I, win any money at all of any description in, in those QS events? Yeah, we used to get, we actually used to win money in um, Indo and, and Australia. Oh, yeah. In the ACCs and QS, whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. And I mean, I remember having to hit up the guy who ran the comps at NIAS. It's like, yeah. mate, I need my check, I need my money. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't. I can't get out of here until you, <laughs> until you pay me for coming 15th or whatever I came. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, right. And that Sick. was that's just how we rolled. Back Did then. Uh, Ant-Man won that one too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. He was unbeatable out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he had Nias on a string. Yeah. I'm not, not surprised. Did you get good waves there? Yeah. 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 So you would have done all right there, obviously, because, you know, um, perfect tubing, yeah. right? Bit, yeah, bit I never. Water. Yeah, never made any um 
finals or anything, but yeah. no, you'd make a few heats and they're all not disrespecting the people I was surfing against, but they weren't, it wasn't that hard. Um, I'd, you know, I'd get the odd wave and do the odd turn and get a few yeah. barrels and, and maybe, you know, win 250 bucks, 500 bucks US. Sweet. And that was money. Yeah. Like, that was enough to get me back to Bali. Yeah. So you could just blow the lot and then, up against and the then wall. just crawl into <laughs> Dompu and, and do the next comp at, at Lakey's. And um, yeah, they were good times. It was, yeah. It does sound like very good times. Have yourself a well-earned sip of beer there, mates. Um, feel free to crack that next one there if you if you want. It's a beer farm IPL. Five feel free to drive me home too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can get Mommy's sister to drive you home. Uh, it's Mother's to. Day tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's um love your mothers yeah love you gotta love your mother but uh okay so any uh i mean you were there really in those Q- wqs days one one final touch on on those eras because it was such a everybody knows it was such a synonymous era for partying and and carry on there was yeah. no phones with cameras to all the rest of it and that nah. you know is there any any tall tales that may or may not have been true oh, that stand fuck. out uh, jump out off the page at you oh, party wise in the dear. in the wqs you know did anyone ever bloody backflip a car or anything like that in europe or you know so much funny stuff i mean it was just yeah i won't i mean like you say there was no phones and to be honest no memory <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed I, yeah it's it's just because uh, you know i'm an older guy now with four kids and you know yeah. busy, uh, it's just like that's it's a distant memory but i don't i don't forget it yeah. um yeah there's memories ads yes, yes there's shit that went down and okay. get, get, is there any one thing that may or may not have happened that springs to oh. mind I'm, I'm, for some reason i'm i'm when i'm asking you this i'm thinking europe for some reason like f- yeah france like spain yeah. portugal is, is there any yeah, spain memorable was, parties that went down in those qs france years? was france was loose i mean the the rock food i think they call it whatever it is um, oh yeah rock yeah i've heard of that place yeah um yeah rock that food place cafe was pretty or, or wild yeah and there was always you know some fruity characters and things going down and that was all fun but spain for me was i really i yeah i found spain a lot of fun there was you'd go down these streets and there'd be like bar after bar after bar after, it wasn't like a bar it was like 10 of them and there'd yeah. be the you know uh, what do you call it? You, you'd get you'd coming get, from Dunsborough, which had like half a bar at the time. Maybe well, everyone <laughs> in there had a full bar. I tell you, <laughs> yeah, it no was, women. Right? Oh yeah, it was a full sausage sizzle. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, there'd be these heavy metal bars, and you know there'd be tapas, you know, and we'd go into some of these places thinking, "Fuck, we're on here. There's chicks everywhere. There's heavy metal blaring. There's free food. Yeah, fuck, we'd just tear it to pieces." And then some big gnarly dude would be like, you guys going to pay for all that food you just ate? Like, oh, really? We thought it was bar snacks. Like, <laughs> coming from yelling up where on Friday night, so yeah, put some shitty spring rolls and chips and that. And we, that, that was our dinner for the next four days. Yeah, yeah. And we just thought it was like that. Yeah. Ah, mate. A couple of clips over the year and whatever it took. Um, yeah, classic. So, yeah, there was just funny moments and no, nothing that sticks out in my mind to 
to blow anyone's minds. I've never yeah. done anything that exciting, Ads. I'm yeah. sorry to let you down, oh, mate. That's uh, such a lie. But anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's move on. Um, so after that, you transitioned into the surf school uh, era. We mentioned that before. You started up yelling up surf school and uh, probably had met your wife by then, I'm assuming, the lovely Jasmine. And uh, to, and then and that's sort of when we met uh, about ninety nine two thousand and I was making local surf videos and you were the local surf school operator and we both loosely coined ourselves as working at the time in these jobs but really we mate, just I don't know about you but I was pretty busy <laughs> yeah oh, mate, I was so busy we were just hanging out and rolling we, fatties and going surfing and I was yeah, filming you and what did we call those days where we'd be stuck at rabbits just staring at it because it couldn't turn uh, on and we got uh, in the jailhouse the sentence yeah, we got sentenced yeah sentenced to sentenced. rabbits because it was very tidal and we just knew that it was going to be the best wave and we'd just check and if it. If you turned and, your back yeah. and drove away, you'd yeah. miss it. So, the yeah, we'd just spend the whole day. The whole watching. day hanging out, waiting for that 9.30 window. How good were those days? They were good days. Hey. I was living right across the road there oh. for, for a bit. Remember that? I was living uh, right across the road. I thought you were living up. in the car park. No, oh, <laughs> probably was. But <laughs> I had the pleasure of living yeah. in a share house at the time, uh, right on the beach in Yelling Up. Mm. Um, I was trying to make surf movies. Uh, one of the very best right-hand beach break barrels in the state was, uh, you know... <laughs> right, on the doorstep. Right on the doorstep. And, yeah, I would um, get over there. And that's how I met Sammy. So the surf school, um, mate, that was a good time for you. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. It was... Um, yeah, it was... I, when I look back on it now, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was shitting myself. And I thought, how the hell... I, I, you know, I went to people to borrow money, and when I say money, like ten grand, to start this thing. I wanted five, yeah, ten surfboards. They were about five hundred bucks a pop back then. Yeah, right. And I bought a car for three grand. Big old Land Cruiser. No, nah, it was a um, a Holden Jackaroo. Oh yeah. It was the little buzz box. It was. Yeah, it right. was. It was gold. Anyway, so <laughs> I went to these people and they said mate you're fucking kidding nobody is going to make any you, you just go and have another billy whatever the fuck you're into <laughs> get out of my office yeah like, yeah righto but mitch thorson um thanks mitch yeah gave me a lot of faith Local and said sammy legend. just yeah. do it yeah it's going to happen i'd watched it all in europe you know i'd just been yeah. traveling through europe and looking at these masses of surf schools and all that stuff thinking far out this is a place where it's not even i mean it is a big culture surfing yep Anyway, I ripped into it. Jazz and I had a crack. We um, we had our first kid that year. We started the surf school that year. We built a house that year. We it was a big year, and yep. you know I was twenty four. Jazz was twenty, and we just bit down on it and went for it. Wow, awesome, yeah. unreal, yeah. And no it's still going today. Obviously, you've sold it and yeah. uh, to Crystal Simpson, who's of yep. surfing uh, royalty in this Absolutely. area, and uh, and it's still running strong to yeah. to this day. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, Ads. I, um, this summer, I actually was down there coaching. Not that I was getting paid. Thanks, Crystal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my daughter My daughter really um, took to the whole, the, just the, the, the group. Yeah, the, exactly. The, the let, you know. Group of kids all doing yeah, it together. Yeah, whereas I've always taken my kids and done my own thing and ratty, ratty, ratty. Yeah. Um, but she really frothed on that whole, um, the, the, you know, the community, the, the social side of it. 
so I was down there and I was loving it. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm down here. I don't have to worry about who's paid or hasn't paid. Or, you know, is <laughs> someone, drowning? Did who's someone just drowning? break their neck over there? <laughs> I don't care. I'm just going <laughs> to grab these other kids and, you know, I, I can't, I may or may not be qualified. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd grab a bunch of kids and, and I actually, you know, I, I haven't lost it. I, I was able to grab some people who were struggling and go, come and do it like this. Classic. If I hold onto the tail of this board with my 90 kilos and you yeah. just try your fucking hardest, you're going to stand up. <laughs> it's only going to happen once in your life. You're going to go back to bloody Hamburg yeah, and yeah. you'll never forget this moment. You're so, a surfer. Yeah, that, I mean, teaching people how to surf, the, the stoke you can get yeah. from watching someone else yeah. get that feeling. The byproduct it, stoke. It's a cliche and it, it's a bit yeah. wanky, but, nah, but it's, it, true. it's real. Yeah, it's yeah. real, man. Yeah, fucking nice. And... You know, I might have forgotten it for years and years at times, and it's yeah. only that one magical surf where you get that real, whoosh, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. that felt good. But other than that, I'm like, I can't be bothered going out. There's, there's too many people. It's you know, it's not barrel, whatever it is, and I, I make all these excuses because I'm a probably a lazy prick and a busy person. And <laughs> yeah, it's busy, yeah, yeah. It's, um, so yeah, it was it yeah. was really refreshing to go down to the surf school and hang out with Crystal because she is such an amazing person. Yeah, she's got and the frost. Just yep. loves it, mate. Classic. She gives it everything. And and Timmy and, Timmy Wallace, who's her husband, yeah. who's a bloody great surfer in his own right, yep. and he's into it as well. Exactly. So he's a frother. So yeah. So we had it. Jazz and I had it for ten years, and I we just couldn't keep doing it um, physically. Yep. And it was time to pass it on and to be able to pass it on to the simpsons yeah crystal yeah when i say the simpsons crystal yeah yeah um yeah that's that was easy that's awesome that was an easy decision you know talking about those uh, magical moments of of uh you know giving people their first surfs i remember distinctly on many occasions standing with you in a beach car park with i had my camera in my hand you had your board ready and waxed and we're looking for some good footage for the lubrication videos and it's like sunny offshore six foot pumping and you're like oh man i've got a lesson booked in at like nine i'm just gonna have to ring him up and tell him the conditions are no good today. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like i'd stand there and you just ring yeah look conditions just are really no good yeah, the today tide just dropped yeah, the tide's no good well, oh, fuck. i knew what i was talking about <laughs> it's good for me then, not for you and we just <laughs> go and get tubed out of our minds so That's yeah that's all about pretty classic but uh, no, they were good, good years. Great I didn't years. start a surf school to be stuck at work, mate. Exactly, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, no, they were really good years. And mate, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, um, yeah, we we made some fantastic uh, surf videos in those eras. They were underground. They were called lubrication. I was uh, I was the man behind the camera. And gonads, yep. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Sammy was uh, one of my uh, featured surfers all through those uh series and um yeah they were really good underground videos and there's some mental barrels of sammy just getting tubed out of his mind there so they were bloody good years but um anyway we're gonna have a little intermission right now for barreled surf podcast is what you're listening to uh we're lucky enough to have sammy hansen in the shed here um and telling us many stories but we're just gonna have a quick break uh, to drain the lizard and crack another beer and we'll be back shortly. So thanks for listening to us. We'll be back soon. Bye. Okay, so... Uh, gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> <laughs> we're back here after a quick intermission for you're listening to 
Barrel Surf podcast. Uh, my name's Ads, and I'm sitting in the shed with uh, none other than Sammy Hansen, who's just sipping a fresh IPL lager from the good people down at Beer Farm in Metricup. Beautiful drop, that one, isn't yeah, it, Sammy? That, that's an absolute winner. Re- it is yep. a real winner. Yep, they're I'd, doing. I'd drink two of them, I reckon. I reckon we could. <laughs> I, I think it's the they're using rainwater down there. That's oh, it, is that, that what it is? That's what it, mate. It's, oh. I mean, it's fucking ninety-five percent water. So the water's got to count for something. I can't drink tap water. I know. Yeah, we're lucky. We live out in rural properties, and we uh, all drink. What's well, all the rat shit and bird shit? Yeah, and dead bozzies, peppy and leaves, yeah, all that good stuff that dead just frogs. Yeah. As soon as I taste something with clean water and chlorine, <laughs> it just tastes horrible. <laughs> it does. Yeah. No good for the gut. No good. Okay, mate. Um, so what about? Uh, this is always a very hard question without just oh pumping out the same answer that everyone would but uh just quickly give us say your uh, three top surfers favorite surfers Ooh. three to four you can have three to five i mean um, obviously you, you, everyone's got their standard ones but if you're going to throw out standard ones mm. and give us a quick reason why and then maybe throw in one abstract one you know yeah well, that's funny because all of mine would have been abstract um okay. Derek hind yeah well, De- okay yes yeah, sick there you yeah. go probably because i did watch him live a, a bit at jay bay and just thought how the fuck is he doing that? What boards was he riding then? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. It was just because he's yeah. on finless now. Yeah, yeah, and that impresses the shit been... out of me because I can't bend my knees. So yeah. I'd love to be able to do that, but it's, I think that'd be hard if you're straight legging it like you and I yeah. do. Yeah, I'm a straight um, legger. <laughs> obviously, your usuals. You know, Karen being a natural footer and and, and growing up watching the Karen Oki just struggle. Yep. Um, Such Karen was my man because yeah. he was a natural footer, and, and we used to sit there and you know just starry-eyed grommets, aged whatever we were, going, "Oh yeah, I'm him and you're him and." But <laughs> you know, then then you've got to look at what Oki's been able to do, and the way he's ridden waves is so unique, and the yep. lines he's drawn that that really inspires me. That the, the lines people can draw, yeah. Um, and you know, we're staring at a photo on your wall right now of Dan Waddell. Oh, Danny Waddell. Hey, local. You want to throw an abstract in? There's a guy who can draw a line that no one else has drawn. Yeah. On yeah. a simple bread and butter wave, like Mama Bears. Yeah. And he'll come out of the bottom and come up and just do this, like almost eyes shut, hands down, just. Yeah. Like, He's a beautiful surfer. I've never Dan seen Waddell. anyone do that. And Young. so, yeah, people. Yeah. Young product um, of the southwest area in Western Australia. Did that answer the question? Uh, the, yeah, that was three. Yep, give us give us one more. So you, you had Karen and Oki. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really scraping the barrel. Mate, the there. way you, the way you rode that wave that I filmed with your video camera uh, in the single fin comp ooh. back in yeah, see, there may or may not have been a um <laughs> a, a weatherproof bag involved. Yeah, look. Um, yeah, look. Anyway, yeah, there may or may not have. Yeah, the wave in question may or may not have involved me smoking a joint whilst uh, cruising Jeez, along went a four-foot... Look, it might not have happened, but uh, maybe hey, I it caught did. that on video. Oh, well, look, might not have been marijuana. might have been yeah, something else. if the cops come there. asking me, I'm <laughs> nothing to do with it. And I fear, and I managed to uh, get a nice wave and pull into a I'll tell you what barrel. I did have but to anyway. do. I had to storm the judge's tower and go, do you fuckwits realise what you just saw? Yeah, they gave me a seven. Yeah. I'm still pissed. It was that. an 11. I oh, know. How did I not get a 10 for that? 
pulled yeah, in so with you're my out third. Barrel. You're my third pick. Oh, sick. Thanks, mate. Well, that's yeah, no fucking great. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, that's he unreal. paid me to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll <laughs> slip you a couple of years later for yeah, that one. <laughs> but, um, okay, well, um, we may have crossed on this before, but um, a couple of standout best ever sessions. Maybe just one or two really pop out. Was it, Is there any one surf in particular that just is like, man, that was the best surf of my life, you know? Oh, wow. Um, nah. No? Just too many good ones. The blending in nah. one. Come on. Oh, look, I'm, I am a sucker for my home beachy. Yep. I love that joint. Yep, yep. You've and there's been, so and there's been some moments out there where there's been no one, no one out, no one to see it. Yep. Um, for me, that you know, that means a lot. There's just, yeah, just that whole weird shit it's where you you just you're the only one who can feel it. You're the only one who sees it, and that's your dog. Don't knock my yeah. beer over, dog. Get out, dog. Um, yeah, and that's sort of for me. Uh, it it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to feel good. And yep. um, I've had some surfs out there like that. Um, up north has got a you know, as you know, we've spent a lot of time hanging out in the desert, getting grubby and just yep. down to the basics. And yep. I've spent a lot of time there with my family, especially my first two kids where they got to just, when we had the surf school, just spend all winter yep. sitting in the desert. And um, yeah, just those swells that used to pop up then, the internet and all that bullshit wasn't such a thing. And yeah, you know, no yeah. one really knew what was going on or when as much. Yeah, so you sort of got them if you were there. Sort yeah, of yeah. We used to luck into some magical days where you'd trade off waves with one or two guys, and you'd yep. you, you couldn't you could barely paddle, and you but you couldn't go in, and so probably yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, hard to go past some surfs at Toomey's yep. with that magical. There's it's a different ocean. In the northwest, it's not yeah. like this south end of the Indian Slightly Ocean. Slightly more refined, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So I've definitely had some really, really, really pleasant surfs up there. Epic. Knowing that your family's um, back at camp and just living the best. Yeah, life even if you do rock up with a broken leg in two places or something, <laughs> yeah. and broken Did you do back. That? Yeah. Yeah, broken leg. Oh fuck yeah! I've, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which bones? Tibia and fibia. Um. Is that the ones in the leg? Yeah, tib and fib, and yeah. dislocated my ankle. Which yeah, was right. I remember and and, and you had young kids at the time? Yeah, Jazz was about six months pregnant. Yep. And we had two kids already. <laughs> already had two and she was preggers? Yeah. And, and you got going, I'm we, fucked. Yeah. Gee, I'm so not much of a What happened? Right pulled now. into a barrel? Yeah, pulled into a barrel and just got... Um, well, the surgeon told me, he said, if I wanted to do that to a leg, I'd have yep. to grab your ankle and yep. just start rotating it... Um, Oh, what was it? It'd be if I'm looking down my leg, it'd be anti-clockwise. Yeah. He said I'd pull your toes to the left, and just keep pulling, keep pulling until your fib, the one that runs up the outside of your lower leg. Right. Yeah. Fib. Yeah, until that be. spiral fractured up there, and then it snapped the bottom off my um, the other one. Crikey. But then, and and the the lady in the hospital in Carnarvon. Fuck me, you don't want to. You don't want to. You be don't get that. any love in Carnarvon, no, mate. There's, there's hey? tough love in there. Oh. Right? There's some hard Carnarvon's a uh, For people who don't know They gave me two Panadol Oh (laughs) (laughs) For people who don't know Carnarvon's a very isolated part of the world In the northwest desert of Western Australia Uh, Yeah, it's a long way from Home to some tough people Yeah, it's home to some tough people Yeah Yeah. So yeah, anyway That was was 
Yeah, that's um, pretty nice. That's so, real, what happened? Story. You pulled into a barrel and got lipped in the head, um, or yeah? So, no, I, I the foam ball. I I was traveling through, and you get these wild steps and stuff, as up the, up some north, people would yes. know. And I was, I kind of came off the face, and I was dri- this. I don't know. It happens pretty quick. Yeah. And my board got pressed against my foot, so I couldn't. I was going over the handlebars. My front foot was still on the board, and my board was spinning fast enough and with enough pressure anti-clockwise that it just wow. took my foot with it and Crikey. the rest is history and it's it was you know, i mean it's it was, a very heavy wave up there it, was, to, to it pe- was proper yeah to people who don't know and those that do but up north west australia the place we're talking about nala is an extremely heavy wave as sammy mentioned it's got multiple steps in the barrel it's a big barreling sharp it's uh, paradise it is paradise <laughs> uh, it's a sharp uh, sea urchin infested coral reef it's two hours down a bumpy gravel track back to Carnarvon, as per mentioned, which isn't Which the can be one of the best trips of your life. Yeah, or it can be if the you're worst. full of piss and you know, <laughs> yeah. broken bones. Yeah, if you're <laughs> drinking beers and smoking doobies oh, and you've got yeah, a good. tent and a sleeping bag and a bunch of seven-foot guns and yeah. you're heading in, it's the greatest track in the world. But when you've got a broken leg and a pregnant missus and two young kids and heading towards a Carnarvon hospital, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping not the greatest track in the world. But um, no, nah, that hurt. Yeah. But anyway, th- um, yeah, I'd, I'll so some good sessions that, out there <laughs> with that taken in. Toomey's yeah, you win classic. Love ya. Well, that's uh, that's good because I actually had uh, up north written down here as uh, a, a turning point. So yeah, segue. So we've we've done that. Um, so we did touch on the single fin uh, competition just earlier. What's the, that? The annual yelling up it. single fin <laughs> theory. That uh, we were talking about uh, uh, a wave that I may have, may not have caught there before, oh, but yes, um, yes, yes. mate, there's only about three people that win that competition. It's usually you, Taco, or Ant Man. Um, I'm sure you can't remember how many times you won it because no one can remember much. It's nah. quite a social event, it's, but uh, you would have mu- you must have won it like hmm. three or five times, maybe. Yeah, I don't think five's in the question. Threes are definite because yeah. I've some remnants of evidence <laughs> for them um but and i think there's a fourth and i doubt there's a fifth but i wouldn't have a fucking clue where the fourth yeah. it's one of the yeah it, it, i don't want to get carried away here but i, I do have a tro- some trophies well parts of them anyway because it gets quite loose and i've got you know bits and pieces that are laying around in the shed and i, I i'm actually old enough now where i have preserved them yep <laughs> so, Holy shit! This is this is history here. Yeah, yeah. I've got the inaugural trophy. It's head wow. ripped off, and yeah, you yeah. Know, the guns missing. But there, you know, <laughs> Bobo Monkman and Holly um, did a great job of creating this amazing trophy that first year, and I won it. Um, Classic. So I've still got bits and pieces of that, and there's some other bits. But yeah, it's just a fun event, and um, probably appropriate that I don't remember it. Yeah. Classic. No, it's a. Fantastic event, the local single fin theory, uh, heavily emphasised on the social aspect. And, uh, you know, I love getting down there. I love riding my single fins. Um, no. <laughs> but I very rarely make it through a heat, but I am always a contender on the dance floor later that night. And many of those nights, uh, Sammy has backed me up uh, to no end. And I find that when Sammy wins, he is the best wingman any 
single fin purist party purist slash what about animal. when i've lost <laughs> when oh. you've lost you've had a couple of good ones but i like it better when you're kidding win. me you're my favorite winner i didn't even yeah. go in it that year with a broken i just had surgery and i was think i was there three days later <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's bloody great fun so that you've won fun. that one a few times yep. which is it's no mean feat it's getting harder to do um the Yelling Up Board Riders, you've won that one a few times, haven't you? You've had the Silver Jacket. I remember one year, jeez, uh, early 2000s, and you won that year. It was in the lubrication days, and we went and kicked on down at Scully's house at the yes, after party. That was hilarious. Wow. You were the champ. I was your filmer. We just drank and smoked and partied all night and then we s- walked about three kilometers up through the paddocks back to my place and yeah, slept right. on my living room floor do you remember that night that was a good yeah. night it's uh okay well we're getting near the end here so um just quickly um any other hobbies outside of surfing that uh, float your boat these days funny you should say float your boat um yeah yep good pun mate uh i just love the ocean my family love the ocean we've got um yeah, we've 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 got some boats and we got just three boys and a and a daughter and yeah. and and your two boy two of your eldest boys are very pre- proficient surfers in mm-hmm. themselves. I see yeah. them in the lineup and a bit of fishing, yep. stuff like that. Bit or of fishing, bit of diving. We like to catch some food. It's um, yeah, growing food and catching food and all that stuff's pretty special. So we try to get amongst that. And um, sailing. Uh, my third son's yeah, he can surf and he. He loves it, but he's just, I don't know. I think surfing's different these days. Yeah. And, and he's a, he's a pretty deep kind of thinking kid and he, and he loves it and he, he'll get the biggest grin and, and just giggle his head off, but he can't, I don't think he's into the whole surf scene because it's just so fucking intense. Yeah. It's pretty busy. And intense to be honest, um, I feel the same way. You so understand him, yeah. I get it. Um, yep. And he, he, he loves his sailing. He, he Yeah, he's sailed a few little boats as a, oh, yeah. as a young kid, you know, nine, ten yeah, years cool. old. And he grew out of his little minnow. We sold that. Well, he sold it. It's his boat. And I, we just bought, um, we went halves, actually. Well, no, he negotiated. We went thirds. Oh yeah, <laughs> 300, That's 300, good. 300, Me, right. him and Zahn, Jethro, oh, Zahn yeah. and me. Uh, yep. Thirds Who's in he, a Zahn's um, his older brother, obviously. a Hobie cat, a fourteen foot Hobie cat. Yep. And yeah, we're going to get out there and try to, yeah, just entertain ourselves. We're standing around in that because well, um, we're lucky yeah. enough to, uh, for those that don't know, in the yelling up uh, Dunsborough region, we've got what's known as Geograph Bay, which. Uh, Cape Naturalist provides us with this massive uh, bay that runs all the way back up to Bustledon and, and, and Bunbury and it's really just a absolute luxury to have a such a big area that doesn't feel the force of all those massive westerly and southerly swells that we so love to ride on our surfboards so it's a provides such a awesome playground to get out there and and you know get some squidding or fishing or sailing and stuff. It's, gets plenty yeah. of wind, but no waves. So it's perfect, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is, yeah. Um, so that's where he learned, yep. Jethro, uh, when he was about eight or nine. And he loves it. We, we've all, you know, we've all dabbled here and there at times, but it's just another part of the ocean that's sort of just calling and, and we want to just get into it and yeah. find other avenues to get out there and get our stoke up yeah, without having to... Um, 
park in a car park full of people. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's I don't, a good I'm healthy not, pursuit. Yeah, we're just so, and that that's the key, isn't it, for your yeah. for your kids? Like, is for to sure. just have a good healthy yep. pursuit that keeps yep. them ticking and keeps you ticking, and yep. yeah, good I for was everyone. Cleaning horses' hooves this morning at six thirty and feeding them, and that's um, really you got horses up there now. Yeah, mate. How oh, do you? It's excellent. So oh, when you drive past my place, that'd be the daughter. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. nah. No worries. So um, okay, mate. Well, I think we're pretty much uh, run our course here it's been bloody good to have you in here sammy i always like catching Thanks, you mate. up with a beer anyway yeah. but um mate you are a father of four children uh you've been doing it successfully from uh, at least from an outside well, point of view <laughs> so as a surfing father because that balance can be quite hard it's such a personal pursuit surfing um any advice on balance or anything like that with um trying to maintain a healthy surfing lifestyle and mm. a good family yeah, look, the word advice, I don't really, I don't like giving advice. Opinion? Um, I've got an opinion. Yep. Uh, no, I don't have an opinion. I, I've got a method. I like to get in early before the family get up. That's fine. If my... I can get in there and smash out, um, even if it's an hour, Yep. and get that fixed and get my mental state yeah. heightened from the ocean... Yep. And then come home and make a cuppa for the rest of the family. Yep. As they get out of bed. Yeah. I am as high as I can get. Sick. Yeah. I agree. I I do the same thing. So. But that said, there's also nothing better than surfing with your family. So yep. once they get older. Know, yep. Yeah, and even um, you know, we do little trips to parts of the state where we can all go and surf together. So me we and Jazz and. Yep, Jazz Sol, is your who's twenty one and, and Zan who's eighteen and Jethro who's twelve and Alice is nine and we can all get out in the same bit of water and just hoot and carry on with no awesome. one around and that's wow, that fantastic. that there is that's yeah, that's the that's pinnacle of surfing right now. Fuck yeah. yeah, for sure it is. Yeah. And um yeah, and mate, you still I, I, I surf with you a lot. We have similar tastes in wave and uh so for you to say that that's a pinnacle of you surfing. Like fat rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good fucking six foot fat right. But um yeah, you know, just for you to say that's pinnacle surfing it, it is a great thing and uh mate, because you're more than capable of still getting a six foot tube, which you probably actually got today, so which is a pinnacle for a lot of uh surfers out there still. So goes to show that um yeah you know that there is balance and being a family orientated man and still incorporating the ocean surfing is one we're lucky to do it but two it's a great thing to be doing so yeah that's a good thing so mates any uh last general principles or last words you wanted to sign out on here no not really one for that kind of stuff but i will say Uh, Fuck you all. Can I I just say, (laughs) (laughs) this whole corona, COVID-19, hoo-ha, all this stuff that is just so significant. Yeah. God, we're lucky. Yeah, we are, man. I am so grateful. To be where we are. I've I've been scratching my head and my balls for years and years now going, how the fuck did I get this lucky? Yeah, to to live in the southwest of West Australia. such a beautiful Caveat part of the world. With a lot of IPL, IPA, whatever the hell as he's been feeding me. 8%. <laughs> yeah. No, mate. The only thing it's um it's a game changer. We I've I don't think anyone you know we we've never seen a war, our yep. generation. Yeah. Um, we've seen this. We've watched fuckwits like Trump deal with it. Yeah. Um, we've watched legends. I'm sorry, but I'm going to call it. I think the WA Premier and Health Minister, you know, Roger Cook and, and McGowan have done a fantastic job. Yep. 
and I'm really grateful that we live here and um, we're able to go surfing and get amongst the the environment and not be yeah. locked in a bloody little unit like Apartment some of those poor people Moscow around the or world. Something, who are, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. just suffering. Suffering, man. And losing yeah. friends and family and, you know. And money and it's everything. Ha- it's horrible. Yeah. So and we're lucky, man. Yeah, we so are. So lucky. 100%. So yeah, that's all I'd say is just, you know, if um, if you're those people who are in those terrible positions, I'm sure you're not listening to this podcast, but if you Probably. are, yeah. um, my heart goes out to you and um, for the rest of us who are here in the Southwest, um, yeah, be grateful and um, yeah, show empathy and all those good things. Don't take that it we for all granted, man. We're lucky. Talk for sure we are. Yeah. We're lucky to be healthy enough to be sitting in a shed, drinking beer, eating yeah. chips and uh, talking about uh, a pursuit of passion such as surfing yeah, and, and, not, and not and not um, fighting for our life or worrying where our next meal is coming from. So yeah, yeah. on those last uh, words of wisdom, thanks for listening to us, if you did. Uh, it's great to be here in the southwest of Western Australia. You're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast. Uh, we've been drinking beer, talking surfing with Sammy Hansen, local uh, surfing identity. He's in thongs. It's pretty dark outside. He's probably getting cold, so we're going to go home. Uh, Warmest toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody legend. Thanks for coming in, mate. Yeah. That was good fun. Pleasure, mate. Thank you. Love yeah, you. brother. You. Bye.